0: You are listening to episode 10 of the Live Free Mama podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Mama podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. So grab your coffee, water, or wine, and let's dive on in. 10 episodes, guys. 10. Welcome back, and I am so grateful for all of your support and your feedback thus far. You guys are truly amazing, and I am just so thankful for, for you. Now, today's guest is someone super special to me and to the Live Free Mama team, and also someone who was one of my very early course enrollees. I almost said first. She wasn't one of the first, but she totally signed on when we were still in our early adoption mode. And each month, I hope to include one success story from a mom in my program. But don't worry. These are not episodes where we just focus on how awesome my program is. Seriously, how boring would that be? These episodes are to focus on the mom's journey, what she learned, and what they did to be so successful. Because I say this time and time again, my course is not a magic pill. It does take hard work, and it does take putting yourself out there, and there is so much to gain and learn from other moms who are maybe just a few steps ahead of you. And I wanted to invite some of the moms who are in my program on to share their journey and share what they have learned with you. So in today's episode, our guest, Live Free Mama student, is a rock star at the discovery call process, and she is going to share her tips and approach to rocking this discovery call with us today. So without further ado, today's guest is Sarah Lee. But before we dive in, I just wanted to take a quick break to hear from this episode's sponsor. The episode is sponsored by me and my program, Overwhelmed to Overbooked. When you sign up for this program, you will have a simple step-by-step process to make launching your business that much easier. This program includes everything that you need to launch, grow, and scale a freelance business from zero to 5K. To sign up and check out everything that is included, head on over to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash overbooked. We'd love for you to join us in the course group, and just maybe you'll be one of my next Live Free Mama success story podcast episode interviews. All right, Sarah, thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited to have you on the podcast and to share your awesome story from mama four to amazing freelancing mama four. Yeah,
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Well, before we dive in, in case people don't know who you are yet, you guys totally should. Sarah is an integral part to the Live Free Mama team. She was one of the early sign honors of my course way back, way back when. And has become such a great friend, but for all of those who don't maybe know you from the course group or the Facebook group yet,
1: tell us about you, like you,
0: your family, what you like, all the fun stuff.
1: Yeah. So like you said, I'm a mom of four. I started young. My oldest is 13 and then I have an almost 10 year old, both boys. And then my daughter, she's four and a half. Her name's Fiona and my littlest Jameson is 18 months. I have been married now for almost 15 years, which probably makes me sound really old. (laughs) (laughs) But you're not. You just got married and had kids super young. Yes. Yes. We got married. I was 19 when we got married. My husband was 23. Yeah, we started really young, and I started out working outside of the home. I did that for gosh, five, six years, the start of our marriage, just worked outside the home and had my kids in daycare. And I hated it. I hated it so much. But at that time, that's, I thought that's all I had. You know, that was my only option. And while I was working, I went to school and I got my degree. And just what's your degree in liberal arts. <laughs> so a very basic kind of waste, wasted my money degree. But oh. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how it feels now. But yeah, my husband, he works full time outside of the home. He's an engineer, and he travels a lot. And that's been that's been hard. It was a hard adjustment for me at first, but I've gotten used to it. Now that my my littlest is a little bit older. Now it's gotten it's gotten a little easier. Uh, And especially now that I'm able to work from home. I mean, that's probably been the biggest blessing is that I'm not requesting time off work. And yeah, having to figure out somebody to come watch the kids while I work. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Awesome. So what did you – tell us, like, about some of the work that you did before you were freelancing.
1: So right at, like, right after we got married, like I said, I was really young, and Mm -hmm. I worked for a printing company, and I worked as an account manager. So I helped all the clients within the printing company. I helped them set up their products that they wanted to print. So we worked with a lot of marketing agencies. We worked with a lot of graphic designers and I was, I was in charge of specific accounts. Mm-hmm. So I took them from start to finish from quote, you know, getting the sale, helping them pick out what products that they wanted to print, helping them set up the artwork so that it was print ready. So working with graphic designers and I actually really liked that job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that about
0: you. And yeah. that now when you say that like from quote to sale, now it makes so much sense yeah. of how you rock the discovery call, which yes. guys towards the end I'm going to ask Sarah to give us all of her tips because she has just been a discovery call client lander from the very beginning. But <laughs> okay, so tell us more about some of your previous work experience.
1: Yeah, so I did that actually for probably about five, six years. Mm -hmm. I worked with one company for three years and then I finished up school and I wanted to just mainly focus on school. So, and I had my second child during that time. So just a lot going on, finishing up school. And then I got my foot back in the door with another company. And then during that time, I went on a mission trip. And when I came back, I really wanted to stay home with Mm -hmm. my two boys. So I did that. I stayed home and my husband worked and it was a huge struggle. And we realized that we both needed to be making money. And so that's when I got back into working part-time, finding part-time work to work around our hours where we never saw each other. (laughs) And that was really hard. That was really hard. It was hard for me, my husband, our marriage.
0: Yeah. So tell me about some of this part time work from home because I feel like there's so many opportunities out there to work from home and make money, but not all of them are great options. Yeah. Um, And one of the reasons why I love freelancing and why I think it is so great for moms is that you can fit the work in on your own schedule. You're not tied to your desk from eight to five or certain hours and it can change each week, each day. So tell us about like kind of what your initial work from home jobs were.
1: So my initial work from home job was actually a company, which I forgot to mention. That was probably my very first right out of like high school work from home job Mm -hmm. was for a gas company and customer service. Again, they had an opening or a work from home customer service rep, basically. Mm-hmm. I think they called it an account manager, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was, again, a lot of customer service. And that was work from home. And I really was like, I've done this before. This sounds ideal. And at the time, the pay didn't sound awful. I mean, it was not great, <laughs> but it didn't sound terrible. Yeah. And just being able to work from home. So that was kind of my foot in the door. For myself, of discovering how possible it was to work from home, mm-hmm. and I did that for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, the really, the only benefit was working from home, being able to go downstairs. We had my office set up in the basement, and uh, in the summer, it was the easiest job ever. I mean, really, really easy job. Hardly call, you know, not a lot of calls are coming in. Yeah, So things that just we not great about it is that you were set. You had a set schedule that you had to work mm-hmm. and you had to work all holidays. Mm. All holidays were required. So that took away from family time and all weekends were required. So you had to work Saturday, Sunday, and then you had to, then you had like one or two days where you picked your evening hours from like five to 10. And that wasn't terrible. But you know, with my kids, as they've gotten older, my older boys, I was missing out on like basketball games. Yeah, on just, Family time, people coming up for dinners or Saturday lunches or
0: just cleaning
1: yeah. anything like that, yeah. um, and just having to work Christmas was awful. Oh, gosh, yeah.
0: I, no one should have to work Christmas. I mean, I, I know. know there are people that have to, and God bless them. But yes, uh, yeah. doctors, thank you for right. thank you for yes. that. But like as moms, it's just that's not a choice. A lot of us want to make. We want that time with our families. Exactly. So how did you get into freelancing then?
1: So I knew freelancing and I knew working from like, I had just had this desire from the time I was working, you know, my earliest job when my boys were in daycare of this desire to work from home. And so when I discovered my gas company job, I knew that I knew there had to be more opportunities out Mm -hmm. there. And we were struggling one night with like schedules, and there was just so much tension in the house from schedules, plus from just the money aspect. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was like an extra thousand dollars, five hundred to a thousand dollars a month. And it it sounds like you were working a lot though for that. Yeah, uh, for the thousand, yeah, I was working probably closer to twenty hours a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and really, all my weekends were just completely. (laughs) Taken. Taken over, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, That was the majority of my hours. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember thinking one night, I, it used to just bother me so much. All, all that I was working and the little money that was coming in. And I just had this feeling like something good was going to happen. I know this sounds weird, but I just, I started thinking about what I needed to do to make something happen. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, somebody posted online and Facebook in a mom's group, mm-hmm. I have a friend who's local. It was a local mom's group who's looking for a virtual assistant and i was like why not <laughs> you know why not me so i i commented on it and we set up a discovery call which i was super nervous about but it went great and she was my first client that i landed so that's really was my jump into freelancing yeah I'm working for myself i knew how to work from home i knew you know i knew i knew social media mm-hmm. just from being on social media personally i knew social media like you said i've known how to talk to clients, and I knew basic graphic design strategies. I knew marketing. I had a basic knowledge of all that, so I knew I could I could learn more mm-hmm. and I could use those skills that I already had to be a VA for somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, one of our episodes that we did just a few weeks ago was what is a virtual assistant? Cuz I think that is such a general term for a lot of people. Yes. Can you and I mean it de- totally depends on the client. But can you kind of speak to what that looked like for you and maybe your first client?
1: Yeah. It, really, we just talked when when I was speaking to my client, it was what do you need my help with? I mean, that was really the main question. What, what are you looking for in a VA and what can I take off your plate each month? And what's that Mm going to look like? And I will say in the beginning, it was much more of, you know, she led me, she led the conversation. She, she led what, what she needed help with. Yeah. Okay. So at the beginning with my first client, it was a lot of social media. And mm-hmm. it was a lot of it was mainly help with Facebook. Her Facebook mm-hmm. was, she wanted more likes, more followers. She wanted more of a presence on social more media. More
0: engagement. Okay. More
1: engagement. And and also wanting to tie it into she had a podcast as well, or she has mm-hmm. a podcast and, and mm-hmm. tying it into her podcast. And she also needed help. She she's a dietitian and she needed help with setting up documents in, in her online health program. Cool. And I had to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> and I told her that. I said, I've never done that before, but I will learn that. And I did that all on my own time. There was no, like, can you teach me how to do it? It was, I will figure this out. Mm-hmm. And that's really how it looked like for me in some of those tasks that she needed help with. Mm-hmm. And I think she appreciated that. Like, she didn't have to, you know, waste time to show me how to do it because she didn't know how to do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So that that's important. Sometimes, like, clients are hiring something that they don't necessarily know how to do and they don't want to spend the time to learn it. They just want someone that can come in. Either they know it already Mm -hmm. or they're someone who is a self-starter and someone who can teach themselves something fast. And guys, YouTube will be your best friend. Google search bar will be your best friend. They're all of the (laughs) software that you hear people using and running around online, all of the software companies and those online tools have free resources on how to use them and um, like videos and training materials because they want people to buy their services and they want people to use that software. So to get you to be able to buy it and use it, they have to teach you how. So, all of this stuff can be learned either with the client. If they know it, sometimes they will walk you through it. That was my experience in the beginning. One of my first clients would send me tutorial videos saying, hey, I need you to do this. This is how you do it. X, Y, and Z. Quick three-minute tutorial video, watched it, learned it, implemented. Yeah, absolutely. Other, other times um, it would be, hey, I want this done. I have no idea. How can you research it and figure it out? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then other times it was, hey, I bought this program because I really want you to learn how to do X, go through the program and just start implementing it for me and let me know what you learn. And yeah, so a lot of this stuff, I was not... A super big expert in, but, um, okay. We're not talking about me today. <laughs> I'll save my talking for the solo episodes guys. <laughs> so how, talk to me about how your business grew from one client to now you are doing really well and like yeah. what that journey looks like for you.
1: Yeah. And then backing up just a little bit to one of your other questions on how did I discover the online world? hmm through you. I mean, <laughs> you, I did, but I mean, I, I was in your group for maybe a couple months before mm-hmm. like, your big group, the delivery mm-hmm. month mastermind a few months before I took the leap. That's the- right. Because we had yeah. taught, we had done
0: a call before oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's right. And then I remember you landing your client and then coming and asking me all these questions. And I'm like, Sarah, that's in my course, Sarah, that's yeah. in my
1: course. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Exactly. And
0: then you purchase, and
1: the rest is history. Yes, yes. No, that, I mean, I, I guess I would encourage people to not get hung up in figuring it all out and thinking you have to have it all figured out in the beginning, mm-hmm. because if you do, you're not going to, at least for me, my mindset is if I don't have it figured out, then what am I doing? Why am I wasting my time? And I, and I, I had that mindset the first few months, I was constantly doubting myself constantly. Mm -hmm. I, I got clients really fast, right after I bought your course, I got three, three more clients. Mm -hmm. And I do remember thinking, what am I doing? This is too much, you know, I might as well just roll over (laughs) and and be done. I mean, that's kind of my feeling. I allowed those thoughts to pop up, but I, I just kept going. And I just Mm -hmm. kept learning and I kept growing. And You know, half my clients are in the health and wellness field and Mm -hmm. and the other half are online influencers like you. Uh, And I'll say I learned so much from all of my clients. Like I have just having you guys as clients, I've learned so much from.
0: So one, two, four clients pretty fast. What is your client
1: roster look like now? Right now I have six clients. Uh Uh-huh. And one is set up right now as just kind of a trial. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love doing that. I've offered mm-hmm. that for other people before and all of them have gone from trial to, to full monthly retainer client mm-hmm. which where they sign up for a month to month service. Mm-hmm. And like I said, half of them are in the health and wellness industry. And that was just, I landed my first client. She happened to be in the health and wellness industry and I kind of have a, a passion for the health and wellness mm-hmm. industry as well. And that just, I, Having that one client, that one client just snowballed um for one if you do it if, if you do a good job and you you connect, they're gonna refer you. Oh, and that's yeah. how I got my next clients mm-hmm. and then just being in the course has i mean connecting with the women in your course has been a huge mm-hmm. boost as well, and more exposure.
0: If yeah. you're not in the course group, like everyone work, like why I love that group so much is everyone works together to help each other out. And if yeah. they get on a call and it's not a fit for them, they always look for like, okay, who in the course group can I yes. connect this potential client with? Because they're not a fit for me, but they're probably a great fit for someone else. Yeah. And I just, I love that community
1: so much.
0: <laughs> like it. This is going to be so cheesy, but a lot of times I'll just throw the like uh, High School Musical meme in there, guys. The it, we're all in this together because it's so true, and <laughs> yeah. and I I just love that. But so, Sarah, you don't just get these clients; they don't just come to you. Maybe right. some of them come to you through referrals or connections, but you have to take it the next step and get on a call with them and land the client. Mm -hmm. And that is something that you are really, really good at. Yeah. Yeah. So it's time to take away your like humbleness and (laughs) you're like, oh no, don't, don't, don't downplay anything on us. But tell us what do you do that makes the calls so successful? Like what is your process? What is your take on them? Because everyone probably has a different strategy or. Or something and you've got a good one.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll say the start of the strategy to just getting onto a call. And sometimes I don't, sometimes it doesn't go past the initial step, but my first step is really telling my story. Like when somebody's posting that they're looking for a VA and you comment, you know, I think I could be a good fit for you. I always message them and, or I ask them if I can message them. I message them and I always message them my story. Mm -hmm. how I start who I am. Yeah. You know, how I've been become successful with what I'm doing and just how excited I am to learn more about their brand and how hiring me as a VA would help, you know, would help them. And that's been, I think, my biggest success just to get on the discovery call is just starting out with a pretty good, it's kind of long. <laughs> kind of long, but I think it's really helped me at least land the discovery call.
0: Uh, let's yeah. pause before we go into those tips. That is so important because especially yeah. if you are engaging in the online Facebook groups space to land clients and you're dealing with a lot of moms or a lot of like female clients, they are hiring based on people they connect with too. Not mm-hmm. just someone who's an expert at Facebook ads or someone who's an expert graphic designer. Yes. They want to work with someone, especially. Someone that's going to come on their team, someone that they connect with, someone that they relate to, and someone that they generally like. So I think sharing that story is a really good piece of advice. So,
1: yeah, it's helped me. And you mentioned moms. I mean, that's really all I've gotten on Discovery Calls with. Those are my only clients. My only clients are mom business owners, whatever niche they're in. They're a mom, yeah. and I. I connect well with moms. <laughs> so as far as discovery calls go, I will say that I lead with more personal information, just kind of uh, keep it really light, not to overthink it. I mean, that's kind of my biggest strategy. I don't, I don't like have a script played out or this is exactly what I'm going to say. It just mm-hmm. feels really like a real conversation between mm-hmm. people getting to know each other. hmm um, so I really do like to start it personal. So your first then, step is kind of just get to know each other. Yeah, really light. Just mm-hmm. like, how's your day today? And oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it's been such a crazy day. And, and I, you know, I like to let people know right away that I do have four kids. <laughs> like, yeah. I like to let them know that. And it, it's just a really good like icebreaker, I think, too, between between the two parties. Because that that's, are, I
0: mean, if, especially if your clients are moms, that's like a, a what do you call them?
1: commonality,
0: commonality, uh, yeah. pregnancy brain right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro. Commonality right away to get on the same, same level.
1: Love yeah. It. And again, just going from there, I think it can also let them know right away. I do think people hire based on personality. And mm-hmm. if, and if that initial phase of the conversation is like, I don't really, I'm not really feeling your vibe. I'd say nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to get that client. Um, I would agree. Yeah. And then from there, I just go into what do they need? You know, what are mm-hmm. they looking for? I prefer to start what they're looking for first and then kind of go in what I've done for clients and trying to initially find something common, like focusing in on what I can do instead mm-hmm. of like, you've listed out a bunch of things I can't do. I'm going to go right for, hey, I've written newsletters for my clients. I do social media for my clients. Mm-hmm. I So just finding those common tasks that they're looking to take off their plate and zeroing in on those and just being really confident in what you can do. And if there is something that you've not done before, you know, I would say, you know, I've not done that before, but I learned really quick and and that's, you know, something I can easily learn. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I do, I will offer people trial, a trial month, like Mm -hmm. what's something this month I can take off your plate. Usually I do try to start with either like Instagram or Facebook because Mm -hmm those are the platforms I know. Yeah. I know that I can do well. And then usually it leads to a monthly retainer. Awesome.
0: Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12 month payment plan to our program, the live free academy. You can enroll and get started today for just one forty-seven. If you go to go.mikailahquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.mikaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or Head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. Okay, Sarah, so that was awesome. To get on the discovery call, you kind of start with your personal story, yeah. share with them that, and then they connect with that. And then you get on a call, and then you again kind of establish that, you know, get to know each other, common ground, make sure you guys are a good fit personality-wise. And then you start trying to figure out what their needs are and let them talk. It seems like, what are they looking for? What do they need? And then in that, once they're done talking, that's where it sounds like you focus on, because chances are, they're probably going to ramble off a ton of things. (laughs) And like, take good notes while you're on discovery calls, guys. But then instead of focusing on what you can't do, I love it, Sarah, focus on what you can do and be and be confident in that. Yeah. And guys, if you haven't grabbed my brainstorming guide yet, I would highly yeah. recommend you grab yeah. that michaelaquinn.com forward slash brainstorming guide. If you go to the show notes for this episode, I'll link to it there, but it'll help you kind of figure out what your skills and talents are, what your experience is. And that stuff will help you when you get on calls, so that you can translate your current experience into why you would be good, a good fit for this role, especially that's especially important when you are a beginner and you maybe haven't landed a client or a ton of clients yet. And then I think the trial month is awesome and you can kind of see on the call how they're feeling if they're wanting to, can you kind of talk through us that like awkward part of where you're like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to hire me? What's that look like for you?
1: I guess. I mean, I don't definitely don't say, do you want to hire me? (laughs) I know you were (laughs) joking. Yeah. But it usually just ends with, I mean, so far it's always ended with, we're both excited. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, I'm so excited to, I'm so excited to, that I've learned about your business. And, um, like I said, going back through the, all that I can do. And then usually what I say to them is I'm going to follow up with an email. I'll kind of bullet point everything that you said that you needed. And then I can get a, a proposal over to you. How does that sound? I mean and usually they're like yeah that sounds great and then I usually do that right away I mm-hmm. usually do that right away cuz
0: people uh, will be waiting like they will. I've been on the other end of the like freelancer sending it and then I've also been on the other end of like business owner waiting for that proposal yeah. or a follow up email to come through and I'm like where is it where is it I want to
1: hire like I want to get <laughs> yeah. this going or
0: I want to know what it's going to cost me yeah um,
1: so and I I like to give that up front sorry mm-hmm. um, no go ahead I do ask, and I know this is probably different with everybody, but I do ask for what their budget is.
0: I think that's important to
1: lower my standards or say, wow, you need this huge list of something and you have like a $300 budget. That's where I say, okay, you have a $300 budget within that $300 budget. This is what I can do for you. Mm -hmm.
0: What's most important to you.
1: Exactly, and so I do like because if they have a three hundred dollar budget, and then I send them over a proposal of like the fifteen things that they asked for, and it's like a twenty five hundred dollar proposal, they're immediately going to be turned off, and I'm probably right. come back from them. Right,
0: right, <laughs> yeah. and and once you start small, it can always grow. Like we started on a super small contract, yeah. and then it doubled, and yeah,
1: yeah. who knows? Who knows, <laughs> and that's happened with another client I've had. You yeah, know? yeah. So I, I, I like growing with businesses. Yeah. And I just want to
0: go back to something that you said, you said something about the nine times out of 10, like if you're not connecting on that level, if you're not, um, if it's not like a fun, good conversation, chances are the person isn't going to connect with you and want to hire you. That is so true. So Another part of the Overwhelmed to Overbooked program we have is job leads. I'm ju- I'm kind of in the stage of getting this up and running more. Yeah. And so I'm talking a lot with the women or business owners that submit a, a job lead. And I'll be like, hey, how did it go? What did you think? And one of my friends submitted a job and she was saying how, well, one person, they sounded awesome on paper, best application fell out ever. And then the other person kind of had an okay application, but they sounded like they had some experience, was super excited for the person with the awesome application and was like, eh, I guess I'll just talk to this other person anyway, got on the call and loved the person because their personality came through in that call. So do not be scared to share your personality. No, and I think when you start and you lead with your story and even that pitch, And then even at the beginning of your calls, kind of going to that common ground, you are weeding out a lot of people who are like, eh, don't like this girl. (laughs) Don't want to get on the call. And that's good because it's it's saving you time.
1: It's saving you time. It's saving them time. time, uh Yeah. Cause you don't want to feel like you've wasted their time or wasted yours, wasted yours. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to waste anybody's time. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Well, you gave us some awesome tips for discovery Um, calls. I want to get back to asking you two questions about your business. Great. Well, first of all, Mm -hmm. when did you start your business? You, it hasn't even been that long.
1: I started December.
0: Okay. Uh, So December,
1: I started December of, sorry, 2017 2017, and I think I bought your course in January Mm -hmm. of 2018.
0: Yeah. And so now it's August. So like six months later, Yeah, six, seven months later in those six to seven months, what have been some of your big wins?
1: Um, Yes, my, my biggest win was buying your course. And the investment from that was like eight times the amount the cost of your course. My second big win was being able to quit my part time job within like, three months of buying your course.
0: And so you said goodbye to that weekends and you won't have to work Christmas this year. I no,
1: know, I know. No, this will be the first time in like three or four years that oh my gosh. I get to, I get to enjoy
0: yeah, Christmas. Enjoy it and
1: know that my clients are doing the same thing. Exactly. Like that I'm not like, okay, I need to email Michaela or I need to email so yeah. and so and let them know I won't be available today. Right, <laughs> right. It's kind of obvious. I'm, yeah. So yes, that's another big one. Awesome. And then just most of my clients have been, become great friends. Like I get messages all the time that aren't even business related. <laughs> so I just want to share stories with me. Yeah. Get up, meet up together for coffee. You and I take Yeah, walks. we
0: take walks, <laughs> long walks. She kicks my big pregnant butt.
1: Oh, I need to kick my big non-pregnant <laughs> butt.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, what have been maybe some struggles?
1: Yeah. I mean, a a couple big struggles. The the biggest one probably at the beginning was just complete self-doubt and having Mm -hmm. to turn that off, having to turn that, that voice off in my head saying Mm -hmm. that you can't do this and that you're going to fail. Right. Um, And knowing that failure is okay. Like it's Mm -hmm. okay to make a fail and then get back up and learn, learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to, to fail. And so getting over that feel of failure is going to keep, hold you back. Right. right. eating really,
0: and, and sometimes that fear comes, it's maybe not like in putting yourself out there. It comes when someone actually says, okay, I'm going to hire you and I'm going to pay you a thousand dollars. I'm yes. going to pay you a thousand dollars to do X, Y, and Z a month. And you're like, oh my God, I've never done this before. Like, can yes. I do this? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to screw up. Yes. And you totally may, yeah. smallly, yeah. but you'll do a <laughs> lot of it really great.
1: Exactly. No, that, I mean, that's another thing too, that you might struggle with. And I have is the fear of success, the fear of what if I do great at this and <laughs> what's that going to look like? like yeah. Not used, yeah, I mean that it's a whole, it's a whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, the other struggle for me and I'm sure other moms that are listening, I'm sure most of your, you know, people listening would be moms are schedule and working around your family schedule mm-hmm. and summer this summer has been harder it has it's been hard I've got four kids all different ages 13 year old in sports wants to go and do 13 year old boy stuff and then I've got <laughs> an 18 month old and a four-year-old and that's been a struggle and, oh, yeah. and it has been travels and so being able to block out that time to getting it done and yeah that was a struggle
0: how did you make it work?
1: I set my, through one of your blog posts, actually, I think you talked about it too, maybe in a, in a Facebook live of blocking out that time. And that oh, yeah, was huge, huge waking up. I will say I'm lucky. My 18 month old is like a 10 AM wake up baby. I oh, know. My
0: gosh.
1: I know. I know. He goes down at like between eight and nine and then he'll wake up at like 10 AM. And that he was on, awesome. Yes. He was on a summer schedule. <laughs> so I would get up seven, even o'clock I could get up, which is not super early. I wasn't no. myself, like, you know, waking up at four and working for a few hours before he woke up. And I have a 13 year old at home that can help. <laughs> That's know? nice. Yeah. And helps, And he knew there was an incentive for it. <laughs> so giving him incentives. Um, and then, uh, having my husband on board, mm-hmm. you know? Having my husband on board, some days he was tired and I'd have to wait till the kids went down for bed. But that's really how I've made it work. I, I hired a mother's helper. I, I hired a teenager to help. Yeah. I made awesome. it
0: work. You made yeah. it work. Yeah. And I, I love it. I'll link to that that blog post she's talking about too, because that's what I've used to kind mm. of get the, the scheduling can be hard and you've got to time block it out. And there's some really great strategies and like exercises you can work through with that. And they're, they're all on that blog post. So if you struggle with the time and thinking, I don't have the time, when am I going to fit this in? I would go look at that blog post.
1: Another tip really quick. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, I would just, all these things would be rattling in my head of things I needed to get done. And I know you've talked about this before, and it can be as simple as just typing out a list. I Mm -hmm. would I would write up my clients, bold their name, and then what do I need to get done for them today? Or what do I need to get done for them this week? And then writing everything out. And then when you have your block time, you assign those tasks to those times. So you know when it's going to get done Mm -hmm. and just marking it off your list. I and love then, lists. Yes,
0: <laughs> I'm do. a big checklist lover. Yeah. Love crossing things off. It's so satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just to kind of start wrapping things up, what would be your final words of wisdom, final encouragement, or final advice for our listeners who either are, can I really do this? Should I do this? What is your, what is your advice for them?
1: I mean, my biggest advice is yes. I mean, yes, you can do it. Anybody can do it. I, I'm i a mom who has four kids at home and a, a husband that travels a lot. And like you've mentioned before, YouTube has been huge. I mean, mm-hmm. huge. and connecting with other people in your course group or in any of those types mm-hmm. of on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, whatever group you're in, building relationships with them, learning from them, hopping on coffee chats. I've done that with several people where When you're building up that portfolio and let's say you don't have a portfolio um, yet. So building up that portfolio with other people, helping them, learning from them, because what I will say is that you might get to a point where you need, you need to hire a VA. Mm -hmm. I've hired out other VAs in the group Mm -hmm. group to help me. And that's been huge. I mean, it really has. It's been so helpful. So I would just say, yeah, my final tip would be don't listen to all those self-doubt thoughts that pop up in your head. Cause they will don't believe them push through and make it happen.
0: Make it happen. I love it. Make it happen. And it might not happen that first time guys, but keep pushing through, yes. keep, keep working on it, revising, seek help. There are resources out there to, to help you. Awesome. Okay, Sarah. So we end every episode with the same three questions Ooh. with our interviewees. First question, what has been your best business investment?
1: Ooh, your course. <laughs> your course.
0: Okay. You can't <laughs> say my course. We've talked a whole lot about my course here. Something that is not okay. my course.
1: My MacBook. My MacBook. I was able to buy that the second month I started. And it's my own. Like I feel like every computer we have, it's shared with my boys who love to get on the computer. And so this is my own. And this oh. is yeah. Yeah, mom's
0: computer, don't touch it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> awesome.
0: Um what about your favorite business book or podcast that you listen to?
1: So, I I don't really have a favorite. Um I'm learning about podcasts and and business books, but I've never been a business book reader or a podcast listener. So, I don't have one. Okay. Well, that's You're, fine. will be my new
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, what about mine, Sarah? Yeah, your- <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Well, there are, if you are a mom and you're out there and you don't maybe read business books or listen to tons of podcasts either, you don't have to. Um, I didn't when I was beginning and I have come to fall in love with them because they really help motivate me and just help help me to know what's out there and keep me thinking and just keep for me, I love staying focused on inspirational stories and mm-hmm. like just positive vibes and attitudes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a kind of a podcast junkie. Business books, I kind of like. They have to be good. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes I, I feel like being. I don't
1: have time. Like it's just one more thing I
0: have oh, to Really? Add. I know. Right. That's why I love podcasts because I do it while I multitask. Yeah, that's true. What is your favorite thing about the work at home life?
1: Oh, the flexibility, the flexibility. Let's say I, my block time that I originally had planned, something pops up. That's okay.
0: Like Like your husband says, Hey, let's go to Disney.
1: Yes. Yes. So we're going to Disney next month. And I guess my biggest like excitement for that is I don't have to request time off. You just get to go. The, yeah, I just get to go. So,
0: so will you try to have all your work done beforehand or will you yeah. sneak work in on the trip? What's your plan there?
1: Um, my plan is to have all my work done beforehand, mm-hmm. everything planned out, everything running smoothly. So far, what I've told my clients is that I will have access to my phone, but mm-hmm. I'd like to not be fully available.
0: Right, right. You yeah. need to take that time to enjoy yeah. and rest and relax with your family. But that's what's cool about freelancing. You can make that choice to work ahead and super unplugged during that vacation time. Or if it's so impromptu and you're like, well, I don't have all this stuff done, but like your husband travels a lot. If he's going somewhere cool and it's like, Hey, Sarah, do you want to come? Like our parents are going to come watch the kids for the weekend or the week. Wouldn't that be so cool? That would be
1: amazing. (laughs) You
0: could pack up and take your laptop and go, go work while he's in his work meetings and then do fun things after. Yeah. That would be amazing. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here today, sharing your story, sharing your secrets to kick butt (laughs) discovery calls, and just being awesome. Thank you so Uh, much.
1: Thanks, Michaela. Thanks for having me.
0: Those discovery call tips were fire. And we got so many additional other takeaways from Sarah's story. I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes leave us a review on iTunes. And lastly, don't forget to enter our giveaway or get your last few entries in. We end very, very soon. Have a fabulous day. And I look forward to you joining us again next week.